Good morning, all you beautiful peahens and peacocks. It is Monday. It is the 13th of March. Yeah, 13th of March. All right, there we go. Uh, we're going to get going for you this morning. Uh, if you didn't know, or if you were an Anchor.fm listener, by the way, they have merged with Spotify. So now it is podcast by Spotify. Your icon should have changed uh, from Anchor FM to a purple Spotify icon, but you can still listen to us on all your favorite listening devices, whether it's Spotify, Google Play, uh, Amazon Music, or Apple Podcasts. So there you go. Catching up on the morning news. We've got some interesting ones for you. We'll see what the thread is that we're going to pull through the mind burrow. We've got stories about questions of litter or hate, questions of tipping or not tipping, I guess. Uh, and then the spirit of neutrality, Swiss, is doubling down. That's what we've got for you this morning. If it's your first time listening to us, we refer to all of you as beautiful peahens and peacocks. Because you've all got beautiful feathers, you've got things, and sometimes they're ruffled, sometimes you're showing them off. But they're all beautiful colors. What colors are you today? All right, we'll be right back after Webster's Wheel gets us kicked off. It's Jason in the Morning on AM 1321. I wake up in the morning, don't even hit the snooze. Jump right out of bed to get that 15 minute news. It's Jason in the morning, it's Jason in the morning. AM 1321 is the best news happening now. It's Jason in the morning, it's Jason in the morning. All you beans and peacocks, it's time to gather around. It's Jason in the morning. All right, good morning, welcome in. Have you ever noticed that when you, you know, it used to be the fun of when you got your check from the restaurant, everybody's sitting there trying to do math in public of, you know, what's 10%, what's 15, well, what's 18, what's 20, what's whatever, and how much, you know, and, and everybody kind of developed their rules of thumb for kind of what to tip. Uh, no idea, math in public on mine. My rule of thumb is typically $1 for every seven. Uh, so I guess that would, you know, I don't know what that would be. A little, little bit more than 10%, maybe closer to 15, not sure. Uh, and then obviously a little bit more. But sometimes now when you go to places, especially those places where you can check out at the table or maybe a pay up front or even getting a haircut or things like Uber or Lyft, right? It's, it's built into the app. It'll pop up in the app with three options. You know, 10% is this much, 15% is this much, 20% is this much. In some places it's 10, 20, 30. In some places it's 15, 25, you know, whatever. That is set by the people that make the software that goes with it. So questions are being raised in a story by Brian Chen out of the New York Times questioning, is it, what, what are the ethics behind giving people these options, right? And it's kind of the 31 flavors um, way of doing things, right? And there is science behind, if I give you too many choices, it's going to confuse you. You're, you're gonna be less sure of what to do versus if I give you fewer, right? Uh, take for instance, compare that 31 flavors. And uh, if you go into one of those old style ice cream shops and there's just tons of flavors and you're sitting there forever, takes an eternity, right? 
or you go to your local drive-thru and they're like, look, we got vanilla, we got chocolate, and we've got vanilla chocolate squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> swirl, not a squirrel. But think about Wendy's, right? When they switched and they got vanilla Frosties, you're like, well, well maybe, maybe I want vanilla Frosty, right? For decades, a chocolate Frosty was just fine because there wasn't anything else. And then when they added strawberry, uh, uh, I don't know what to do, right? So here's the kicker, and what they're saying is that they could be taking advantage of people because if they are not giving you the option, right, for a normal 10%, and I don't know what normal tipping is anymore anyway, but if their options are astronomical, right, then all you're forced to do as you're standing there in front of the person is to choose other and then manually do the math yourself or no tip which is gonna be much worse. And the other question raised in this story is what about places that typically hadn't been tipped before, right? And he mentioned in the story, checking out at a grocery store and it has, you know, 10%, 15%, 20% tip. And he's like, uh, I'm, I don't understand. They break me up like they're supposed to, right? And then says he put no tip and then the, the cashier glares at him, right? Or, or what about like an auto service center? You're already paying them for their services. You're already paying the, the labor hours for those things. Do you, do you tip on top of it? And and what if you don't? Next time, are they, they not gonna tighten your tire, right? I don't know. But definitely a thought. And, and the other question raised is, is people aren't checking the math. They're just like, yep, okay, it says 10%. It must be 10% without even checking to see if it is. So in thinking of terms of uh, office space, you could see where very quickly it could literally uh, nickel and dime, and, and you know, in the case of office space, penny, penny people uh, to these thoughts of what they're doing. In our second story, it's a story questioning a small towns, law enforcement, and bias. This is uh, out of it's News Times out of um, Carter County. This is Eastern North Carolina. Matthew Atkins on the coverage of a little town called Beaufort. So. Basically, there's a bar there. It looks like a wine bar. Uh, they have they came to work, realized there was a millstone that was left in front of the store. Now, the millstone had a rainbow uh, pattern around the edge, around the center, but the big thing was it had a scripture inscribed on it, uh, which was uh, out of Luke, and it says better, you know, something along the lines, better for them to hang a millstone around their neck, uh, basically go drown yourself. And so the, the manager, you know, comes out and it's like, uh, okay, you know, she says at first thought it was just a pretty stone and then read the scripture and was like, oh, okay. Because this place had been a sanctuary, uh, it's called the Crew Bar out of Beaufort. Uh, they have been a sanctuary for the LGBTQ community and actually had been supporting uh, groups, youth groups with parents' consent, of course. Uh, so that uh, they could talk it out, uh, you know, and, and had uh, counselors there and everything. Uh, but the interesting piece is the response that was given to them by law enforcement. We'll give that response to you right after this break. Hey, it's Jason from Jason in the Morning. Hey, have you ever wondered about this thing that we call the mind bro? Have you ever wondered, like, if you just took these thoughts and carried them out a little bit deeper, a little bit longer, and really burrowed in to try to get at these answers and to kind of think about where it's going, 
or just even wondering what the thoughts would be on it. Well, the team from uh, our team has gotten together, and you can find out and listen with a new podcast that's recently been launched called The Mind Burrow. You can check it out on all of your access points to podcast. Our couple podcast episodes already deep. Come join the team, figure it out, listen to the topics that we've got, and check it out. All right, welcome in on the B-side. Don't always throw a teaser at you, but we did today. So here's the kicker on this one, folks, right? There are all kinds of comments over the internet uh, in the stories, uh, the reddits, uh, as this, this story is slowly slow to pick up. Very curious why it hasn't gained more traction than it has. Because here you have, right, wrong, or otherwise, right? A, a, what is assumed to be a religious right or somebody with a bone to pick basically putting this scripture out there saying, look, you know, just go drown yourself. Uh, Luke 17, 2, by the way, is the verse, if you wanted to know. Uh, according uh, to the uh, manager there, uh, Ashley Harrell, according to the story, says, quote, we are taking it very personally, um, but said that um, when she looked at the video, it says, quote, the women took pictures, there were two men and a woman there, then everyone held hands around it and prayed. Uh, we opened at 6.30 a.m., so they made sure it was there before we opened, uh, so they knew they were getting there before then. But then also, uh, there was video coverage, separate video coverage that we watched, and uh, manager Ash Harrell said, hey, you know, we, we've just got to pick up, we've got to move on, and, and people are going to do what they're going to do. Um, but this is, you know, there is a bit of a threat, um, but you know, wanting to focus on, we're going to continue being a place, uh, a safe haven uh, as well. Interestingly enough, the millstone was placed uh, beneath the portion of the store uh, on the sidewalk that uh, they hang the LGBTQ flag from. Now, the police, they came uh, and they removed the stone. According to the police captain, he says, well, you know, it's just, there's a sidewalk, this is downtown, and, you know, it, it could just be litter, right? Now, the, the video wasn't released. Uh, the, the store said that was intentional, you know, again, to try to move on. But this thing was placed on purpose. And the police chief is like, eh, well, you know, it, it could just be people. It fell off or it's litter. And so we removed it because it's unsafe. Right? If I've ever heard more of a backpedaling response to something that, you know, uh, if you had, if this had happened, not in a small town, if this had happened, let's say take Pulse for instance, right? In Orlando or, or the, uh, which was a gay club uh, where the shooting happened or the one in Colorado recently in past year or, uh, you know, drop it somewhere else. I think this is making bigger news, but I think in this case, you've got um, a small town store against small town law enforcement and people are just gonna keep doing what they're doing. The question here isn't, and the mind bro isn't, okay, look, there's a stone, nobody got hurt, uh, and people are gonna move on, great, right? And, but I think the point is when you, it's, it's not the specific folks there, it's that when you enable this behavior and it continues on, then those people feel empowered, right? Imagine if you're the person that put the rock out there, right? Now, in old days, you know, if you went and put a noose out in front of uh, a black owned business is is that litter is that you know oops they left it here we'll remove it 
I mean, in the past, I'm sure that happened all the time. But it's 2023. This is what's happened. All right, and the last one, we're going to go away from controversy, but there's a bit of controversy. Switzerland is drawing a little bit of ire from the rest of folks around them in Europe because they are condemning giving arms to Ukraine. Uh, and they have been asked, and they're like, no, we're not. They're like, hey, we're the Swiss. In every running joke, we always talk about neutrality with the Swiss. We are Switzerland in this, and we're going to continue to be Switzerland. We're not giving arms to them at all. Uh, according uh, to uh, their leader, the president of the Swiss Confederation, Alain Berset, he says, quote, the government's position is clear. It is. It also corresponds to my personal position. Swiss weapons must not be used in wars. Well, I mean, on the other hand, what the hell would weapons be used for? Uh, <laughs> but he says uh, their policy continues to be one of, quote, commitment to peace, humanitarian law, mediation, where possible, which has obviously not happened there in Ukraine. And uh, his other quote was saying, it's, you know, when asked about the war, when it's going to end and everything, he's like, well, the sooner the better. It's like, yes, thank you. Thank you, of course. Um, so there you go. Uh, just you know, Swiss going to be Swiss. All right. In sports, were you disappointed last night? Did your team make it into the bracket? Right. Uh, as a conversation I had with some folks this weekend, you know, and, you know, your team makes it. And I've been there when, you know, my alma has been like, oh, man, woo, they just made it in. But now I think the old man in me is like, great. They're, you know, a 16 seed, and they're going to get pummeled by the one seed. So I get to be excited for the Thursday or Friday. Uh, in my case, team's playing on Friday this year. So uh, it's like, great. Woo uh, anyhow, I don't know. They could win the first round, but uh, it's been a long time since my... Obviously, I didn't go to a Kentucky or a Duke or, you know, Kansas. My, my team has not made a long run in a long time. So, uh, But the interesting piece here uh, in the bracketology, in an interesting move, uh, North Carolina, a powerhouse uh, over the decades in men's college basketball, uh, they did not make it to the NCAA tournament. They were invited to the NIT tournament, and I, I think that's saying that's like saying ATM machine, right? Where um, ATM, the M is machine, so NIT, the T is tournament. So the National Invitational Tournament, uh, where. Uh, you know, the other teams that don't, typically don't make it in go in. Well, Carolina was invited to that tournament. And according to uh, reports, the coach left it up to the team and asked them to vote anonymously on if they wanted to go to the tournament. And I guess the overwhelming response was no, because the decision was made not to go to the tournament. Very interesting. Uh, biggest one that I can see left out, Clemson. Clemson beat a bunch of uh, uh, top 25 teams. They beat a lot of their ACC counterparts. They had equal ranks uh, or, or records to many of the other teams. And even in the tournament, they were beating some of the tournament teams by 20, 25, and still got left out. So if you are a Clemson fan, enjoy football because you, you got left out on this one. All right, uh, in the world of soccer, not a lot of upsets this weekend going on. Uh, there was some MLS action last night, LAFC 4-0 over New England. Uh, Mallorca over Real Sociedad, one apiece. Barcelona only 1-0 over Athletics, so very interesting there. Man United whew, still in the hurt locker, did not score against Southampton. Arsenal 3-0 over Fulham. NHL action, Red Wings, Penguins, 
Devils, Golden Knights, Jets, Flames, Predators, Coyotes, all winners. Um, and then, of course, basketball getting ready for the tournaments, women's and men's side. South Carolina, the number one overall seed for the women. Alabama for the men. William Byron picks up another win at Phoenix. Uh, good for him. That makes two on the season, if we're not mistaken. World Baseball Classic, Japan over Australia. Canada over Great Britain, 18-8. Ouch. Mexico in the... Uh, much attended game last night, 11-5 over the United States, Venezuela over Puerto Rico. All right, that's what we've got for you today. As always, brought to you by Linda's Library for Socialites and Savages, Julius Prudent Produce, Heathcliff's Captivating Lodging. You've got Bernard's Obstacle Golf. It's always tea time at Mad Hatter's. If you need some fire services, call Montag or take a walk with Clarice. That's what we've got for you. As always, be good to each other. Be good to yourself. Be good humans. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Jason in the morning. We're out of here.